just from the name of the episode Christian has picked, I can already tell you this is going to be a good one. Welcome, everyone, to A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi, joined today by Megan Peters and Christian Hoffer. We are here. In case you, in case you, in case you have not looked at your phone yet to see what the title of the episode is, the Prodigal Son Comes Home. The funny thing about this title is it refers to <laughs> two separate, separate, you know, possibilities. That's what oh, I mean. This is going to be is going to be a, a good one. Uh, if you're new to the show, welcome. This show talks about all things Pokemon. We talk about the anime, the video games, the board games, the stuff, mm-hmm. anything in between. Uh, we have opinions on it. And boy, do we have some opinions. Yep. Good ones from me and Megan and bad ones from Jim. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. That was a little bit unnecessary. Uh, uh, we, the show's broken up into three parts. Three it is news. Then we take a quick break. Then we do a bit of a deep dive. And then uh, a Pokemon fact of the week. We also do something pretty cool on this show where... Yeah. Um, we read user reviews, uh, listener reviews, user review, listener reviews. And <laughs> what are um, we selling here on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> we're not really, we're not really selling anything. Um, but uh, in uh, and so in doing that, it's really the best way to support the show uh, because it, it helps just kind of lift us in the almighty podcast algorithm that is the the apple podcast network um <laughs> it gives us better visibility when someone types in just pokemon podcast uh and things like that and so we do really do appreciate it. you can also watch the show live twitch.tv forward slash comic book uh where uh mondays nine eastern no not about mondays noon eastern 9 a.m pacific i'm going to take a sip of coffee because clearly it's not working right now hold on so, you know, it's a Monday. We all just need a little bit of coffee to get us. Through. It's Monday, and, but like, but we always do the show Monday, so it really can't be. It's, it's a, it's a Not all Mondays are me. the same. There's like different degrees <laughs> of a Monday, you know. Right, correct. Uh, so anyway, uh, we got we got a bunch. Um, at the end of the show, uh, I will reveal the uh, the email address that you need to to hit up to get one of our wild podcast stickers, and we will try to. Uh, and we'll get those out. Uh, lickety split. If you want to know what the, the stickers look like, well, just look at the podcast art. See what the logo is? That's what the sticker looks like. I'm doing it from home today, so I don't have any on me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's see. We got one from Mickey Mickey 789. Uh, great listen for news. Five stars. Need a podcast listen for the news. This is a great one for that. The hosts are entertaining and nice to listen to. Yeah, uh, Link is a weeb is back. Six yes. review. Excited for all the news and poke effects to come this year. Uh, did bring question though what is the best middle starter evolution my personal favorite is ivysaur which oddly enough in my opinion is better than venusaur design wise i don't disagree with that um let's see here uh really good ones uh you know bayleaf is a really good middle review uh middle one um i'm trying to think actually all the gen 2 ones are pretty good um i love uh raboot eh. Yeah, I can see that. It's. I mean, I don't dislike it. I feel like Raboot definitely has like big, like middle evolution, like you know, like I used to be happy and then I hit puberty vibes. <laughs> um, um, see, now. that's why I like uh, uh, 
Intellion, like the middle. Oh, Intellion. One. Oh, yeah. What's I can't remember the name. What's the name? Uh, uh, I just know I, I know. love him because he's got Nolan, like the, well, he's got the emo Drizzle. bang. Drizzle. Yeah, Drizzle. Yeah. He's got the emo bangs going on. Like he looks like he aspires to be the uh, assistant manager at Hot Topic. Which I, <laughs> I, and Sorry. that's not that's no shade. I very much identify with that because that is exactly was my dream in middle school. Is I was like studded belt. You know, like all, like Hollywood undead T-shirt. I was like, I'm gonna work at Hot Topic. You know, that was the kind of like edge lord I was. So uh, I personally identify with that, and I just love the idea that there's a Pokemon with like My Chemical Romance, the used Gerard Way scene here. Yeah, all th- you know, all three of the Galar Pokemon uh, really have like you know like basically like teenage attitude vibes to their middle mm-hmm. evolutions, and mm-hmm. in a way that. You know, a lot of the other middle evolutions do not. Um, see, I really like the uh, see, t- uh, like as a whole, and I think you brought it up with with the Bailey one, the, the Johto ones. I think across the board, I think like those are all winners. Yeah. Uh, Bayleaf, Quilava, and Croconaw are like to me, I think are 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 great. Like I don't think there's a weak one there. Where each wherever the other gens have, you know one or two weak ones, you know, in the mix right now, yeah. looking at Hoenn and like the only good one is, is Grovile. I think I don't really like Combuskin, but I can see how people would love like, like Combuskin, Combuskin Mar- is the worst. Marshdump oh. is terrible. Um, and then when you go to Sinnoh, uh, I love, uh, Grottle, but mm-hmm. Monferno and, uh, Prinplup are not great. I don't, I don't hate Monferno Prinplup. You know, my, my only issue is like, I don't like the body design of Prinplup. Like yeah. you know, if that makes sense. Um, but no, Combuskin's Combuskin's just bad. Yeah. Um, and then Unova. It seemed like the grass types actually get most of the better ones. It looks like because Servine, uh, Pig Pig Knight is fun, not yeah. a favorite. Uh, and Duot, no, thanks. that's fine. Duot, Duot. The water middle types, you know, really just suffer from a. I always feel like the water starters have like a very clear end goal but they don't always know how to incorporate that middle one like in there yeah like you know i i feel like that's really what hurts you know you know hurts hurts those well especially for especially for like froki right like froki cute great design Mm -hmm. greninja just kill like just awesome right uh frogadier kind of weak yeah it's 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 just like just there um a lot of the water <laughs> pokemon just there like the fire ones like alternate between like really good right. and really awful That's um true. like you know pig knight's great braxton is great um actually you know for the last few generations you know none of the the fire types have you know had pretty good ones um no, i mean i don't know i did not like um i'm forgetting its name crocolore i did not like crocolore at all. I love Skeledurge and I love Fue Coco, but I did not like Crocolore. Yeah, Crocolore. I could not wait for Crocolore to evolve. <laughs> no, I, I, I understand it's supposed to be like, you know, a, a nest with an egg, but you know, right. the, the, the sombrero thing just, you know, they knew what they were doing there. Yeah. And, you know, that's just not yeah. not ideal. Uh, what other reviews do we got? Okay, let's see. Let's go. Uh, 
Uh, we got one from Taco Cat Biker. Not really. It's a weird question. Blastoise and Mimikyu. What would it? What would it be like? It would be really weird. So that's just. I'm just gonna. That it would just be weird. Uh, we got another one from McGundam, who I think is in the live chat today. Uh, the Pokemon News Outlet. I've been listening to you guys for about a year or two now, and you three are the best news and non-competitive Pokemon podcast. Yes, you three may be occasionally unconventional, but in the end, you still give excellent information and an entertaining show. My favorite Pokemon is a tie between Rhyhorn and Yvettel. Uh, Jim, you mm. get bashed for your love of Geodude, but at least you can say uh, rock of gibraltar without butchering it at least twice <laughs> keep up the awesome show and i still say the wwe athena should be uh WWE's athena should become the fourth member when she retires from the wwe we would love to have athena as a fourth member of the show if and when she ever retires from wrestling she she was just over at uh nintendo uh this weekend oh was she uh, yeah her and a bunch of the aw folks uh you know because they were doing some west coast show um, the Battle of the Belts was over there, and so oh, okay. uh, oh, they they cool. did Nintendo, and she went over to Wizards too. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Uh, this one's from uh, Pry Game uh, Pry Game Critic. Uh, I love the podcast and listen daily uh, to you guys. Keep up the great work. I'm so sorry, but thank you. Uh, I want to ask a question. Uh, what is your opinion on Melton? I love Melton, my favorite Pokemon so far, and I want your thoughts because I love robots and my favorite animal. Is a turtle. What do you think about a robot turtle uh, kind of Pokemon? And, and what would it be? Well, Melton, I love Melton. I, yeah. I love mm-hmm. everything about Melton. Uh, I love how he got introduced or how you know that Pokemon got introduced into the game. I love its evolution. It, I, it's just one of those everything about it mm-hmm. I thought was knocked out of the park with Melton. Correct. I love Milton, and I will say this, uh, because I've written several articles about this, that I'm, like, a huge proponent of having, you know, Pokemon sometime in the future have a region where, like, all the starters are, like, mecha-based. Like, I want a generation of Pokemon that are, like, mecha-centric. Like, I know that kind of leans a little bit into, like, the Digimon sphere of things, but I feel like Pokemon could do a really interesting take with, like, a super high-tech region mecha Pokemon. So, like, any kind of, like, robot turtle, sign me up. Like, that is absolutely something that, like, I could see in a Godzilla kaiju flick from, like, Toho. Uh, So, that's really what I want. I just want, like, full mecha Godzilla energy. Like I want like mecha legendaries, mecha start. Like I need the whole thing. Uh, so I love Meltan. Uh, I just think we have a lack of like robotic focused, like tech focused Pokemon, uh, which I would really like to see more of. Um, so that's. No, that's we'll probably get more of that in Pokemon Violet. So the DLC for that. So we'll, yeah, we'll see. It's just a, such a shame I've not picked up that game since like November. <laughs> well, maybe the DLC will. You know what? Will, that's what I told. Bring, that's what I said. Go back, back to the November you know? episodes. I said I don't think I'll pick it up until the DLC comes out because that was a tough game for me to get through. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, thank you uh, for for that. This one's from Gengar Chad eighty seven Epic Podcast, uh, and also really really funny. But also, there's a dot dot dot, so I don't know what the full one says. Anyway, uh, here's a question uh, for you guys: What do you think? Uh, do you think Roy is the child of Go? And what is your favorite Terra hat? 
I'm also so sad about Ash because he introduced me to Pokemon, and I'm really sad about that choice, but I knew it would happen. Uh, I really hope that Roy is not the son of Go. Me too. Um, I've seen that theory floated, though, multiple times because people are pretty, pretty, pretty convinced about, you know, uh, the other one, the the other one, Liko, Liko, or whatever her name is, being Ash's, uh, Ash's kid with somebody, cough, cough, Serena. Uh, So, you know what? I've seen the theory about Roy and I've seen the theory about Go. I'm uh, I can only assume if that's the case, uh, uh, you know, go and Chloe just got real close at some point, you know, who knows? Uh, but we'll see. Yeah. 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 I, I <laughs> semantics <laughs> in the chat. I think they're both Ash's kids. <laughs> hey, you never know. Ash can definitely have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hold on a second, because I, we just need to take a pause. <laughs> Semantics has been in the has been in the chat forever, and I have always said it some man ticks and oh. didn't put together that it's semantics until just now. Yeah. It, so. uh, it's like a 10 out of 10 username. It's yeah. uh, that is that's great. Sorry, Sorry, didn't mean to derail there. Favorite Terra hat? Uh ghost Megan? type. Ghost type. Uh, literally yeah. zero. I hate Terra. <laughs> None. <laughs> Can I answer not applicable? <laughs> just like I if I could avoid using Terra would avoid using Terra. Yeah. Well, all right. Mainly because it would make my switch. We get it. You hate the game. (laughs) I well I'm just 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 like like specifications. Like it would make my switch lock up whenever (laughs) I would go Terraform and the other my opponent would be Terra. My switch would just like go to maybe like two frames per second. Well Megan, I don't know why you don't have one of the super switches that the developers obviously use when making the game. <laughs> I like... don't know either. <laughs> it doesn't matter if I was playing it on my switch light or if I was playing it on the OLED. Either time <laughs> my switch just said, oh you're using a Terra? Let me just R. let R. me R. just R. go to a crawl. <laughs> so yep. none. I, I, mean, I love none. I love the dra- I love the dragon hat so you know, whatever. I'm I'm one of those nerds. Uh, last one is for I don't even know how to say this one. E G V V V V V If you're listening to this, you know, you know, this is you. Great podcast. I have been listening to this podcast for almost a year and have to say this is one if this is one of if not the best podcasts ever. Anyway, I want to know what would be the best way to kill Geodude. What the heck? A this, hammer. This is the special. I'm question. like, wow, this is a great this, this is a great review. Someone's been listening for a year and wow. boom, right into that. When uh, we the get answer a pickaxe is... Pokemon, like how we have like the sword and like shield. Like how 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 do we get a pickaxe Pokemon? And it's just like a miner. <laughs> they hunt Geodude for the Honestly, resources. I am I'm a little bit more surprised that there hasn't there hasn't been like an alternate form, maybe like a, like a, 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 a region geodude that basically like the first one was still geodude. Maybe he like looked a little different, but then he turned into like, um, like a piece of coal. And then at the end, cause I know like we, I know we have coal Pokemon, but yeah. what I want is for, for the, the, uh, regional golem to be just a full diamond. No. I feel like if they're going to do a diamond Pokemon, they're going to give Onyx that because, you know, it's 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 he had the crystal form. He had the crystal form. No, what? No, go ahead, Megan. I was going to say I just had like a really weird thought, but like how I wonder like how thick 
is like the rock exterior of Geodude before you theoretically get to his squishy insides. Because could you whittle Geodude, like how people whittle rocks to like put different oh. like designs and stuff on Geodude? Could you, could you imagine like, just like how a smooth Geodude? Him? Like you just oh, like, my you God. just like sand, you sand him, down him down a little bit to just make yeah. him super smooth? Uh, or you like smooth? whittle like, like carvings into Geodude? Like that's what I wonder. Like at what point... Does it go from being rock to flesh? And like, where's that pain threshold? Like, what does it start to hurt Geodude I to mean, give him that brand? <laughs> we know that Golem, you know, like doesn't have like squishy bits inside of him. He's just hollow. So I don't know if he's got, you know, Geodude has squishy parts. I think he's just a living rock with arms. My big question was, if you throw a Geodude into a volcano and he becomes magma, does oh. he retain his like form like you know does does do we then have like a magma version of geodude or does Ooh. that kill him off it's like 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 primordial geodude yeah, yeah. Like, you know like he kind of like sludges out you know like, like a melted mess because if he's made entirely of rock um you know um we'll it's 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 interesting. I'm just you know. I mean, I feel like that would be a good DLC character for Scarlet. You know, with the, with. The but I mean, but wouldn't that just be like? Well, well, no. See, here's what it should be. Slugma should be Baby Geodude. I you know I thought <laughs> I thought you know about that. Um. But then we get Macargo, and then but it doesn't make sense. But like, what if like the shell on a Macargo like breaks off and just becomes Geodude? And then you have Magma Geodude, and all the heat and pressure within <laughs> yeah, his right. body, his evolution is the diamond. Right there, I we go. Want, I just want, I just want brilliant Geodude. That's all I want. Um. Uh. All right. Uh. So uh, thank you for that. We, we answer the other. Oh, they wanted to know what we thought about the Mareep line, which I think we actually just. Talk I mean, about, adorable. It was the Poke, yeah, Poke like Fact it. of the Week like two weeks ago. Yeah, adorable. That person may not have caught up yet, so maybe that's the case. Anyway, Mareep is adorable. Yes. 10 yes. out of 10. Cute. We we enjoy. Yeah. All right. Well, we burned a lot of time because we got wow. a lot there. Uh, let's get into <laughs> Let's do the news really quick. Uh, let's, hit the, let's hit the first of the Prodigal Sons returning. Squirtle! Squirtle Squad! Everybody! Get your shades on, get your dance moves out, learn how to pose like a Power Ranger, Squirtle Squad. <laughs> Squirtle Squad this February, coming to a television near you if you're in Japan. <laughs> we don't know when uh, this uh, Ashes final season aimed to be a Pokemon Master will be airing in the United States, uh, but the first five episode titles of this uh, final kind of season for Ash has, uh, they've been released. Episode five is called Burn! Exclamation point the squirtle squad uh so squirtle squad's coming back it's been a hot minute uh, like we had them referenced in sun and moon but like it, it's been a hot minute since we've seen our squirtle squad uh so we're gonna get our our tiny little men and their little shades coming back ash is hopefully gonna get reunited with his uh his uh friendly little squirtle who he you know he squirtle left the gang life joined ash and then went back to the streets <laughs> So we're getting we're getting Squirtle back, and I am I am obviously very excited. I'm curious though why the episode is called "Burn!" Exclamation point! The Squirtle Squad. I had to add the exclamation point so you don't think that they're trying to set the Squirtle Squad on fire. <laughs> because when I first read that, I was like, "What are they going to do to the Squirtle Squad?" 
Uh, but yeah, so I'm curious to see how that is going to turn out. Maybe the Squirtle Squad has joined like a firefighting regiment. Who knows? But anyways, I come back February. Put it on your calendar. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, uh, Peter, Peter, my producer Peter came up with a fantastic graphic for the show, which is the Wolverine meme mixed with the Squirtle Squad Squirtle. So. Um, oh yeah, we've missed him. We've missed him. It's been so long. I like love my little. Little sunglasses, dude. I want him to give some of those shades to Ash. Like, I want like a whole, like nice little, little moment. My my favorite is is whenever Squirtle comes back to the anime, he takes the sunglasses off. You know, as if he's like switching roles. Like, you know, uh, like you know, when he's you know the leader of the Squirtle squad, he has the glasses. But when he's mm-hmm. Ash's Squirtle, he takes off the glasses. There's like a very you know, interesting distinction there. It always just cracks me up. It's just like, oh, yeah. it's like, oh, it's like, it's like, you know, it's time for me to be one of Ash's Pokemon again. Like, get glasses off. <laughs> like, do those. You know, people will recognize me if I'm, you know, wearing those glasses or something. I, I got nothing. Uh, the other, the other titles are interesting. So, you know, the, we're finally getting, um, Brock is teaming up with, um, uh, Salan, uh, from from uh, Black and White era, where people have always wanted those two characters to meet up, mm-hmm. and you know, like apparently Brock is getting kidnapped or something like that, and Salan has to. Yeah, he just got broken up with, and then he Me gets too. kidnapped, and it seems to be about like a forest witch. So everyone's like, maybe Brock's about to find his like actual true love. Leave we'll it, see. leave it to that guy to get yeah. kidnapped. Misty and Ash are having like a fishing competition, which you know, ten out of ten, love to see it. Uh, there's an episode there too. Yeah, there's there's a there's a, another episode, episode four, I believe it's called uh, a bear tick sigh. Uh, so I guess we're going to be having something in like the icy kind of bear tick tundra region. Uh, so we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, we are those are just the five that are out currently. We know the first one, obviously, that's going to be where kind of Ash and Latias have a reunion. Um, so so far, it's shaping up to be pretty good. I uh, when I keep saying like the you know they talk about the Latias uh you know stuff I keep getting get confused with Lapras. Oh. <laughs> it's like you know very two very different relationships. Um, you know I I can't even say what the difference of the relationships is because this yep. is a family television show or podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, let's continue on. Uh, Meow Scarada confirmed as best starter. Oh yeah, so this feels like grass type propaganda, and we should probably just uh, continue. No, Miascarada is superior. So the San Diego Regionals were this weekend, um, and uh, you know we're we're starting to see how the meta shakes up with a lot of interesting uh, groups. um, You know, uh, but there was one Pokemon that appeared on uh, six of the top eight teams, and it was Miascarada. That was the mm-hmm. one. Uh, that was the most used Pokemon in the top eight. Uh, Tauros was uh, second with four. Um, wow, Golden Goes. Uh, Golden Go actually appeared in five teams. So Golden Goes another one. And Golden uh, makes a lot of sense. Um, let's see here. Uh, King Gambit uh, appeared in a couple. Um, the Sushi Duo, uh, you know, <laughs> appeared twice. Um, so you know, like as as people expected, you know. Uh, there, there's a couple of interesting stuff, you know, a couple of interesting Pokemon that are appearing and, um, 
you know, a uh, lot, lot of interesting stuff going on with the meta. Um, and, uh, but yeah, Mascarada is just like, just, just everyone's using Mascarada. Um, I mean, the, and the reason why is because you, you, it comes with a move that's an auto crit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it, uh, kind of hard to beat that. It's like, oh, yeah, it only does like 60. It's like, well, actually, it always does 90. It's always going to crit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, absolutely use that. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that's that's what that's about. So, Miascarada, uh, clearly the best uh, Pokemon in competitive. Yeah. All right. Last but not least, uh, new moves leaked for the DLC for Scarlet and Violet. Speaking of San Diego regionals. Uh, so uh, if you've never participated in uh, like VGC play before, they have you go and register your teams and um, uh, they uh, use uh, a software called RK9. RK9 Labs is a company that basically, you know, you have to go and register your teams with all their moves and stuff like that. And you use this, you know, software made by RK9 Labs. Um, two moves uh, appear in the uh, software that, you know, RK9, uh, which, you know, that's that's a partner of the Pokemon company um, and uh, that, that aren't currently available. And they are Hydro, Steam, and Psyblade. Um, and this mm-hmm. probably are exclusive moves for the Paradox Suicune and the Paradox uh, Verizian uh, that will be coming out later this year in the DLC. We already know that those Pokemon are going to be in the game. Uh, that is in and of itself is not a leak because we've seen the images uh, that right. are actually included in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet and the Scarlet book and the Violet book, uh, respectively. Um, but, um, you know, that uh, the, those moves are brand new and seemingly kind of confirms that uh, uh, Paradox Suicune will be uh, a water fire uh, mix while uh, you know Paradox Verizian will be a grass and psychic uh, type. Hmm. Interesting, right. Suicune. Well, it looks I... like an unholy tr- merge <laughs> of all three of the legendary <laughs> beasts. Um, it looks weird. Aww, <laughs> that's upsetting. Poor Suicune. Uh, all Suicune. right, with that, we're going to take a quick uh, sixty-second break, and when we get back. He's coming. <laughs> Kecleon is coming to Pokemon Go. It already All that and more in 60 seconds. After months of memes, maybe even years-ish years, yeah. of oh, memes sure. and teases And will they, or won't they, or how can they? They finally figured it out. They figured out a way to bring Kecleon to Pokemon Go. You know, I I am I am impressed that they did this. That you know, I Pokemon Go is at its best when people are discovering things about the game. You know, uh, the the Pokemon Go. You know, I know that people like. When the communication stream, you know, the communication channels are open and they kind of tell you stuff and things like that. And that makes sense if it's like limited time, like give people notice. But sure. for stuff like the the Kecleon thing, the game, like it's like this is basically like a, a Meltan situation all over again. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And that is really when Pokemon Go um, is at the best. Um, so basically, 
um, you know, Keckling. Uh, so basically what happened was uh, we had a community day this weekend. It was Chespin Community Day. Um, mm-hmm. You may remember that the, I believe it was the first community day of 2022, the community day classic involving Bulbasaur, there was a Kecleon, an invisible Kecleon in there, and everyone thought Kecleon was coming to the game, and they never did anything about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, this time, you know, it was Chespin, no invisible Kecleon, but <laughs> about 30 minutes after uh, Ke- uh, the community day ended, uh, they, people, Kecleon started appearing in the game uh, attached to uh, Pokestops. So not a normal encounter. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, Kecleon will block you, from getting items at a Pokestop and you have to shake Kecleon off and then it will pop up and, you know, be an encounter. Kecleon doesn't do anything particularly special. It is not mm-hmm. a Pokemon that, you know, will, you know, change the uh, metagame forever, but okay. it is another really interesting encounter, very unique, and really speaks to what Pokemon Go could be. You know, like, and that's the thing. It's like, I love to see stuff like this. We should have more unique encounters, more things in which Pokemon interact with the real world. Because that's what Pokemon Go is, is, you know, supposed to be all about. It's supposed to be encountering Pokemon in the real world and things like that. And when this game first started, we had all sorts of, um, you know, like, oh, we had like the different biomes and stuff like that. And they've kind of moved away from that to a, mm-hmm. a greater extent. Mm-hmm. And I really think that, you know, this is a good kind of uh, retro callback to when Pokemon Go um, still had that spirit of discovery in it. You know, so that yeah. that's basically and now kind of people are like, I don't know what's next because that, <laughs> no, that was it. Great <laughs> that was Pokemon. it. That was the white whale of Pokemon Go. And now we have it. <laughs> I know. Uh, no. As soon as I saw that, I was like, well, this is exciting. I went in, <laughs> caught me a Kecleon, tried to play for a little bit, got really frustrated, stopped playing. And then I was I like, haven't, well, I haven't had a chance to go. I'm, I'm going to try and do it, do it today. But what's like the what's the spawn rate on Kecleon? It's like, it's still it? pretty rare. It's still so pretty rare. um you know like it, it's oh, random, it it's like rare. It doesn't it seem t- caught one. Mm-mm. I was like blessed. I, I I yes correct. <laughs> I was also out and about a lot, so you know, right. there were a lot of Pokestops, but yeah, that that's it. That's 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 it. They did say though, uh, the shiny Kecleon is going to be available at the Hoenn Las Vegas. Well, and that makes Hotel. sense because that's how they always kind of do the cleanup for the. Here are all of the Pokemon Go, right? Uh, you know, things that we we have not put in. Uh, um. No, so that that is um, kind of you know. So obviously they were going to have to put it in shiny Kecleon. Um <laughs> but you know, like I said, I really, I really hope they do more stuff like this because that's yeah. that's really when Pokemon Go is at its best. Um, right. I know it takes a little bit more resources than just you know throwing in Pokemon into eggs and then saying, well, you'll get one of these in like three or four years. Um, you know, but I I think this is much better. Uh, you know, and ultimately, I think it was a satisfying way to get Kecleon into the game because yeah. you know people were always like, at this point, like, how are you going to do this? Like, implement this long lost Pokemon, and they found a cool way of doing it. Mm-hmm. So, I thought the video, the video that they put out for it was uh, great. The encounter on the bridge, where you kind of just mm-hmm. saw his little 
yeah red squiggles um <laughs> was uh was awesome like is it like i I love this. This go, like goes for anything, right? And the kind of in life where like there's a discovery, and then like all of a sudden you see the community, whether it's in like a Facebook group or on Twitter or whatever, just be like, uh, I think Kickleon's in the game because <laughs> <laughs> uh, here he is. Um, and like when when stuff like that happens, then and then all of a sudden everyone's like trying to go find it and get out and like trying to see like where it is, like that. Again, like just kind of kind of going back to to Melton, right? Like Melton had a bit more story lead up to uh, yeah. to his debut, uh, which which was fine and great. But for them to just kind of like drop a random Pokemon uh, in the day, like I I, th- I I kind of equate it to uh, like in Marvel Snap when they do their uh, special areas that they just kind of just like. You, you open the game one day and it's like, all right, here's the, here's what the, what everyone's going to try and meta today. Uh, and it's, you know, just one of the, the lands is going to be in high rotation. Um, I kind of like, I just, I like those kinds of surprises. Yeah. So I would like, uh, hopefully, hopefully we see more. I don't know. I like, I mean, who's, I mean, is there anyone kind of left creatively that we think that they could do it with? Uh, Let's see here. Uh, I mean, uh, they they still have to do uh, Gimme Ghoul at some point, you know, because yeah. uh, they, they've, they've already said that they are going to do those. Um, and I don't think that's currently in the game yet. Um, Is there uh, a... Oh, no, here we go. I just found it. I was like, someone needs to make like a list of Pokemon yeah. that are not in Pokemon Go. Uh, and there's... Some of them, some of it, some of these are wrong. If you're looking oh. at Pokemon Go dot fandom one. Oh no, I'm looking at PokemonDB.net. Oh, that's probably more accurate then. Yeah, um, I didn't realize is Rotom really not in the game. Uh, I just not noticed that. Yeah, Rotom. I think that would probably be the next one if I. Uh, oh. mm-hmm. Yeah, hold on, give me one second. I'm gonna have to close my door. You keep talking about Pokemon that aren't in. Well, the game. Rotom, Rot- isn't Rotom in the game? But not all the forms are in the game. Uh, give me a second. I, I'm looking this up now. No, I don't think Rotom's in the game. No, uh, Rotom. I, I thought there was like one form of him there. I thought there was. A I guess form I thought he was. Yeah, the washing he, machine he appeared, is. Yeah, he appeared at a couple of the Pokemon Go fests. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, washing machine forms. Rotom is. Um. So Rotom. But not Rotom Prime. Uh. So I don't think all the Rotoms are. Um. I. 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 I'm sure the chat is about to tell us. Yeah. Washing standard form is not. Okay. Um, well, that might be the next. Yeah. So there's a couple of do. different there's a couple of different forms of Rotom that's on the game. They haven't, and the weird thing is because they have the switching. Uh, they they now have the ability to switch forms for Pokemon uh, built into the game. Like, and um, right. So they could do it. So that's that's probably the next one then. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of it is you know Pokemon that you would expect not to be in it yet, like you know. Curium and Arceus. Will we ever see Arceus in Pokemon Go? Um, let's see here. Um, I don't think so. Uh, no, we will. Maybe. You think so? Yeah, yeah, we will. Um, let me give you the the opportunity to catch God. Um, I mean, it's it's in the game. It's it's like uh locked in. I mean, they you can catch Arceus and Pokemon Legends Arceus. I mean, I know, but. Mm-hmm. That's oh. because the name. That's because the game is named after it. But this thing, right? But like, but I think Argus is a perfect example of 
you need to like you need to do something big for that, right? Like so, that can't just be like go to or whatever. Oh, here's Arceus, go get him, right? Like I feel like that needs to be. Well, the big thing with Arceus is because the plates. Um, right. you know, they they have to figure out how to get the plate, you know, to make the plates into uh mechanic. And that'll be the big issue with that is you know what, do you like introduce like plate fragments or something like that so that mm -hmm. you know you basically have like an entire mega raid type stuff where you have to collect fragments in order to change its typing or something like that. Like how yeah. how will you you know but uh you know but well, like, you know, because, like, right now you can do, like, form changes and stuff like that, but there's 18 of them, so... Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, right. No, like, I get it. Like, I don't know. Uh, so that'll be the big one there, but Arceus will be the next one that they'll have to kind of fiddle around with. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other good ones that, you know, uh, people have to... I'm actually more surprised, and this is not, like, a for a special one, but I am just given the all the merchandise they have of this Pokemon and its popularity, like Toxel and Toxtricity, I am surprised they're not in the game yet. Yeah, like just, I know, yeah. like I know it's just probably just like lower. Yeah. Like I know we will get them, but I mean, there was, there was Toxtricity merchandise everywhere. Oh, I mean, uh, I am Toxel. State, so <laughs> stay Toxel like that. I want a shirt that just says stay Toxel. <laughs> um they they well it's just because they we haven't gotten to the galar pokemon no yet. i know i know no, but when we get there they better they better be i want i want a nice little opening little graphic poster with toxel on it yeah yeah no that that'll be um that that you know toxel that that'll be a fun one i, are, I hope they have like an event kind of are we we're supposed to be getting did i am i having a brain fart or isn't the the 50 percent form of zygarde coming to the game soon um, I thought I may that. be I may be making that up. Calder will let me know if I'm I'm wrong or not. But that's another one that I'm like shocked isn't in it yet. No, I don't think I don't think we've gotten Zygarde yet uh, yeah. at all. Um, no, I can't think of one. Yeah, that'll be another weird one. But the it'll be fun as the Pokemon, you know, because they they've done more of these like weirdo gimmick Pokemon uh, yeah. in recent years, mm -hmm. and you know, seeing how Pokemon Go implements that. Um, but you know, like you know, what are, for Z cells? Are they just going to, you know, spin Pokestops to get Z cells? I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, you could get, get them in the same way that, like, you get, or you know, it maybe, you know, introduce like a a battle mechanic of some sort in the same way that you get like Team Rocket radar pieces. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. It, like I, I, it'll be interesting. Very, anyway. very strange and interesting. Well, welcome, Kecleon. We're glad you're here. We're happy to have you. Our changing, color changing chameleon Pokemon. We love you. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do the Pokemon fact of the week and get out of town. Okay. Uh, this one, this one is. I think we might have talked about this one before, but we're going to do it again. Uh, Sableye. We're talking about Sableye. Sableye's fun Pokemon. Uh, in part because Sableye uh, is based off of a uh, popular uh, United, uh, you know, a UFO encounter from uh, the 1950s uh, that is strangely popular over in Japan. Uh, the hmm. Hopskin, uh, the Hop Hopskinville Goblin uh, was an encounter, a supposed alien encounter from the 1950s, um, and uh, basically uh, the 
you know, this alien looks exactly like Sableye, right down to the way it kind of sways its hips, um, which is what Sableye does in the, you know, with its 3D animations. Even that is is the same. Uh, you know, uh, the this this particular type of alien is like strangely popular in Japan. Uh, like it pops up a lot um, in like Japanese media for for you know what it is, uh, which is like kind of like a strange little you know uh one-off you know uh alien encounter from the 1950s but um yeah so that's that's the big poke fact of the week uh sableye is literally a alien uh that was straight up pulled from you know uh a well-known uh you know folk tale from the 1950s involving aliens Here's the thing that I didn't know about Sableye, which is honestly horrifying, and I don't know why I didn't just put two and two together, but for Mega Sableye, I mean, obviously, it's holding the big red gem, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that that gem is the gem in his chest when he's just regular Sableye, so when he mega evolves, it grows so (sighs) fast and so big so quickly that it rips out of his chest. Yep. I, no. that's that is literally out of alien like that yeah. is literally like a chest bur- like a like a chest burster so like but now i that love how they say like that it's like it like it, it it comes from like an alien origin like <laughs> that that just makes so so when do we get the sable eye evolution and it becomes like a full-on like you know honestly alien two things shocked it doesn't have an evolution Right. Like if this feels like one that they they 100 percent would have given one to. But I love in the Ultra Sun uh, Pokedex videos bathed in the energy of mega evolution. Like it's like this, like just wave of something positive, which we have all learned mega energy, not healthy for the Pokemon at all. Nope. It's the worst. Yeah. So like, um, I want Sableye Xenomorph. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and that energy, I'm putting that energy out into the world. I would like to see an evolution of Sableye modeled after a Xenomorph. But also, but also too, and in, in, in reading some of the other ones, I now remember like this is de- probably definitely one that when we were on our kick of truly horrifying ones that we probably would have covered. Oh yeah, because it steals people's souls. <laughs> it steals people's oh, yeah. souls. Like it's just so casual about it too. <laughs> it's like, oh, by the way, you know, uh, you know, it's uh, you know, this this Pokemon hides in the ground. It it likes to eat gems. By the way, when its eyes glow, it's about to steal your soul. <laughs> no, it's not that their eyes glow. It's when their eyes burn with a, a sinister, sinister glow. glow. This is they a terrible uh, The spirits of Someone people. had a normal day when they wrote that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. It is just, just wild. You know, one, uh, if there is a project that someone out there in the community would love to do, I think one of the things that we we probably should have at some point is just a quick list database of each episode and Pokemon fact of the week. Uh, so we can <laughs> just refer to the ones that we may or may not have done already. I understand we're 191 episodes in, but if someone maybe has the time, it would be greatly appreciated. We'd find some way to uh, appreciate that. Now, speaking of token of appreciation. Oh boy. Oh, that was what a segue. If, if you have left us a review and we have read it on the air, please shoot an email over to PokemonPodCB 
at gmail.com with your address, and we will work to get stickers out in a most expeditious manner. Uh, PokemonPodCB at gmail.com is where uh, you should go, and we will get those. uh, I'm back in the office on Wednesday. This is Monday, so if you're listening to this on Wednesday, I'm in the office today, and I'm sticking up stuff in a bunch of envelopes. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so that's, uh, it's a, you know, like I said, a way for us to, uh, uh, get back. I know folks have been asking, uh, for stickers and things like that to adorn laptops and bumpers and, uh, things of that nature. So, uh, we got them. They're ready to go. Uh, with that, uh, we're going to wrap the show up today, uh, for, if you want to continue the conversation with us at Pokemon pod CB is the a Twitter handle for the show. You can find me on Twitter at Jim Biscardi. Megan is at Megan Peter CB and Christian is at C Hoffer C bus. Let us know if you find Kecleons and where you find them and how many times it, uh, how many tries and spins of a Pokestop it took for you to find Kecleon. I fully anticipate some folks in, who come watch us live, like uh, Calder and some other folks. Uh, that by the time we're here again next Monday, they will say they have caught 76 Kecleons. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for, I got the one. Just, I'm good. They're putting them together for a big parade, and uh, and we'll we'll go from there. But again, uh, we really do appreciate everyone who takes the time to listen to us uh, week in and week out. It really does mean uh, quite a bit. And hopefully, we'll get some good fun news uh, same time, same place next week. Have a good one, folks. Catch you later.